0: Uh, what did you have for dinner? Um, I so yeah, good question. I went to <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was called, it was a com cu- a com cucumber salad. Oh, okay. yeah, I don't know. It's it was an Indian place, it was like pretty much, um, it's kind of like dinner. I had a it was pretty much just your typical salad of, uh, lettuce, tomatoes, you know, cucumber onion. Yeah. Um, but with some like vinaigrette on it, some lemon, and then these Indian spices, it's kind of like a spicy salad. It was the first time I've experienced that and it was nice. I like yeah, it. I recommend it.
1: Having a light dinner is a really good feeling. Like I know is with, <clears throat> with me, I have to eat a lot. You know if i wanted to you know put on weight or whatever but it does feel better having a light dinner going to bed so i recommend people do it every now and then
0: yeah especially it it is so hot outside so having like a nice refreshing light dinner um and a refreshing drink is, is something something that's nice and you know was it one of those like indian vegetarian places that are quite spiritual or was it just an indian place it's just an indian place they serve amazing food but i mean i don't think it's spiritual they got like a big projector screen like bumping like, right. <laughs> like <Indian> music <laughs> all the time and yeah they got good not they got good food though so i'm not knocking them but it's not like any spiritual place by any means yeah yeah but it's a it's like a it's like a, a fancy indian restaurant i would say yeah
1: um i wanted to first of all welcome to Soulcast. thank you for joining me uh yeah, thank you uh, as he's known, one of the most unique thinkers I've ever come across online, and someone that, yeah, so unique that your voice and the way, the way you look at the world is just so creative and interesting. And that's why I kind of, I wanted to bring you on here just to talk about that, talk about your upbringing, which I know has been crazy. Well, not necessarily upbringing, but your, you know, your situation a few years ago. Uh, you can tell it better than me but you you mentioned recently the kind of journey it's been since you were homeless correct
0: no i wasn't homeless but um i mean i might as well but i just was never home i was just like crouch uh couch surfing if you will yeah um and doing a lot of bad stuff so
1: yeah (laughs) yeah well obviously you don't have to talk about uh what you don't want to uh but i did want to just Kind of ask your experience in terms of maybe just the whatever you want to share but the greater ideals of how you came out of that situation you know what were the kind of things that happened to you that changed that mind state as we know you know you have to change your mind before you can change your external circumstances uh right. if you could just talk about that and kind of the path to where you are now which i know is a radically different situation
0: yeah yeah no so good question there um I'm trying to think where to start there so I mean I'd say even at like starting even as like a a young child there um I definitely had some issues there and I of course became a a kind of a troubled youth (laughs) um and yeah I'm trying to figure out sorry we're trying to figure out where to start so even as I'd probably start like even kind of like an early teenager um in my circumstance, I was kind of I could do whatever I wanted to do and no one could kind of say anything about it, which sounds really cool, but it's really a, a bad idea for a, good a young, a young child to kind of just do whatever they want to do. Um, so, I mean, I experienced a lot of things as a young age. I grew up kind of fast because of that, but also had to learn a lot of hard life lessons really quick at the same time. Um, well, it took a little bit, but yeah, we got there. Um, I'd say really where a lot of it, st- a lot of it started was um, just a mix of, you know, I'd be like 12, 13 years old. Um, I mean, most kids would be, you know, hang out with their friends, go home, go to school the next day. And I would just, um, I'd disappear for a couple of days and then come home when I wanted. So I was kind of a mix of being a bad kid in real life and just doing really dumb stuff that were bad ideas. Um, and then mixing into i take breaks of that and then i'd go to online um i spent a lot of time on chat rooms you know for chair and just like stuff like that where i was just balancing being a degenerate online and being a degenerate in person (laughs) and just living that same kind of feel in in both worlds and that was kind of fun part to be honest Mm -hmm. like i mean i think if anyone spends any time online it's um, a decent amount of time online is everyone knows that you can be a different person online yeah. than you are in person, and I mean, and that was kind of fun for me. Um, the OG anonymous days, right before everyone had a user profile. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm older than a lot of people, like say, like in Lambros there, but yeah, I was on 4chan when I was like 12 years old, um, and of course, <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of stuff you see on there. Yeah, um, but. It was fun though. It, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess to step up, to step back a little bit, there was a, I went to Christian school like my entire life, right. As a kid. Um, and so then, you know, some life circumstances happened and then some things changed. And then I got inter- introduced to public school and I learned, I was kind of like where we went from very strict, you know, church on Wednesdays, you know, at school, you know, Saturday, Sundays, and you know this is how it is mm. to um, to public school. It was a pretty rough public school to where there's no rules and these kids just did whatever they wanted. And there was a lot of bad stuff going on. And it was a little bit of a shock for me, but it also, I, I liked it. I was very intrigued by it. I was like, this is, this is really awesome. Um, this is a big change. It went from like a ton of rules to no rules very fast. Mm. Um, and that's kind of, I'd say I've already kind of been on the internet. I, I've been on the internet um, since I was a small child. There on chat rooms, but just kind of you know LARPing and just kind of talking in chat rooms and getting nervous and leaving. Um, but I'd say kind of kind of around the kind of kind of around like the middle school age where I started to be around these people where there was no rules and you know. I guess some kind of bad stuff was happening is when, I, you know, I was more brave online, I guess, really. And I was kind of getting more involved in, you know, these, these different type of aspects. Mm. Um, which was i mean it was fun i mean it was was fun i think back then right oh it was the it was definitely the wild west on the internet back then um and it was also at that age you know you're like you know 13 you're like 12 to 14 and especially i could kind of do whatever i wanted it was the wild west online and it was the wild west in real life so it was Mm. i felt like i could do whatever i I mean i i could do whatever i want at that time I mean, to some extent, but what I couldn't do in person, I could do online. So it became this thing where it's like I could do whatever I want, basically. Mm. Um, But a very dangerous place to be in as a young male male, like no you know role model to look up to i'm just going out there and seeing what trouble i could get in what boundaries i could push and what happens right i'm just testing the waters and nothing's pushing back so i'm just pushing more is really Mm. what's happening um yeah so so then um i'd say that's when the online became like much more serious. I started spending a lot, much more time online. I'd have my breaks, um, you know, where, where I live, you know, it's, it's very cold winters and it's nice summers. So, um, you know, winter time when it starts getting not so nice and warm outside, I, I hibernate online and then it would be nice outside and I'd go back to being a real person. And that was kind of the cycle for a very, very, very long time. Mm. Um, And so like we're meant to, I think, chill out a bit
1: more in winter. I've been reading into how, you know, seasons and how sleep's tied to sun. Like we are naturally just the ebb and flow of like the yearly cycle. We've adapted that as humans and in seasons, uh, winter, you just have naturally less energy. You need more
0: food, same and the opposite is true for some. Yep. Yeah, and that's one thing where I mean, and kind of like as as I've got older, I've been kind of more aware of you know what attributed to that, and I, I've realized that you know the weather and the seasons are a, a big role in how I was as you know a child, and even how I am today. It still kind of affects me a little bit. It's just it affects everyone. Yeah, when it's when it's pitch black at five o'clock and you've been working all day, mm-hmm. you know, and you never see the sun. It's cold. You know, it's it could lead to yeah i mean it affects Some you people don't see the sun and it's fucking sunny all day outside that's where we're at now in this society <laughs> right yeah i mean yeah i mean i i get that i've i mean i've i've been there too there was times when i was a teenager where i didn't see the sun for months because I slept when it went down. Yeah. I mean, I slept when it it came up and I, you know, woke up when it went down. And again, that was another thing where I was like, man, this is so bad for me. Yeah. Um, it took learning the lesson before I realized, you know, right, what's going on here? But yeah. um yeah, that's one thing as I got older. Um, you know, I mean, those are those are things that people I've always heard say. Um, but things I've also always brushed off. I was like, yeah, whatever. They they're old. They don't know what they're talking about. Um, but typically they know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> <How funny. That's laughs> yeah, okay. it's like the, the older, the older I get. Sure. Yeah. But as I got older, I was like, they were right about everything. <laughs> everything they said. They were yeah. like, you are yeah. who you hang out with. And yeah. All those I was like, man, cliches and things you hear. Ah, oh, that's just parent talk. Nope. Yeah, I'm not listening. No, they're, they're always right. They're always (laughs) right. I'm just like, man. Now I say the same things. I know other kids are like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You give advice and you're like, Hmm, would I have listened to myself at that age though? (laughs) Definitely. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Um, But that's where I respect the people that do. I mean, there, there's some people that, you know, some younger kids where I'm like, Hey, here's some advice. I'm just throwing it out there just because it, it feels nice. I feel like I should say it. Um, But the, the people that do pick up on it, it, it feels nice just knowing that all right, this person's got a good future ahead of them, that they're they you know, they're this age and they're listening. Yeah, um, they're gonna do pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I'd say I'd say kind of like 13, 12, 13, I started spending a a lot more time online where even when it was nice outside, I didn't want to go outside. I just want to be on a computer. Mm. Um and I mean i think looking back on it um i mean i think like obviously like there were some mental things involved with that like when you're when you're cooped up in a dark room all day every day yeah. like you're not you're not you're not extremely happy right so yeah. um you know i am aware of that i'm you know looking back i'm like all right this makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. um but yeah so i just started I don't know. I, I got so this kind of saves my age there, but so I got Xbox Live the first day it came out. Um, literally the first day it came out on the original Xbox. Right. And that's kind of when everything changed. That's is, cool. um, Was
1: that is one of the first like major online gaming platforms
0: yeah yeah it was yeah there was some other stuff before that that were kind of big but that's when like it, it was mainstream where there's a lot of people mm, yeah. online because before that you had kind of like that extremely nerdy people online this was kind of the breakthrough where yeah. i mean if you're still spending all day on a computer you're pretty nerdy um but this was when like it kind of broke through to another level of mainstream and yeah i mean I, honestly i just got I was just fascinated with playing with people online and hearing them talk. At first I was too scared to even hop on the microphone. Cause you know, I'm like, I sound like a girl, I'm a little kid. <laughs> um, so I'm just like living the life. It's cool. You know, mom yeah. steps in I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything, but, um, it was cool, but then it, it eventually got to a point where again, I'm, I'm testing the waters. I feel like a lot of young kids do that. They, I mean, it's natural for kids. They want to push the boundaries and see where the boundaries at. Yeah. So I started, I started doing that online where. You know, no one could really correct me, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, you know, I'd be that little tiny kid with a squeaky voice in game lobbies, <laughs> just talking, talking tons of shit, <laughs> talking so much shit. How and- much fun was it though? it was it was like and that's what's kind of weird people like talk about like oh the old days and like you know back when i was a kid my favorite moments my entire life are just being a little shithead kid on the internet like it was the best time ever like you felt like i don't know i'm not it was the best explanation right because yeah
1: so you know it's so
0: new like it's whenever you hop into a brand new new game Yeah, there's you hop into a brand new game. You're playing like Skyrim for the first time. You're like, oh my gosh, there's all this stuff. I got to figure it out. What's going on? That's what it felt like. I'm like, there's this whole new world and I'm exploring it and I'm 12, you know? Yeah, Um, everything seems like a fucking movie. You
1: know, your imagination runs so wild. Your senses are so pure that everything,
0: by looking back on the graphics of all games, I'm like, that is not what it was in my head looking at it now right yeah like i remember i remember i replayed 007 came on steam and i was like man like i thought this was very realistic <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah the the interesting part that kind of like reflecting back on it there is that it was i i could do and be whatever i wanted which was very like intriguing to me as well but also of course with online there's that sense of This isn't tied to me. I could say anything in the world. I could do anything I want and it's not going to come back on me. Right. So that was I mean, again, as like this 12 year old kid, just like being a little shithead pushing buttons like that was it was a little it's a kind of a power thing. It's like I could do anything I want. So then again, I just started, you know, I was talking shit at games and then when I first started getting kind of more heavy into computers, I was in like, you know, I was like 12 years old when I joined like this Xbox, like, you know, I started getting to like clans, game clans, right? And then from game clans, it turns into, all right, well, we're better than you. Um, Mm, right. Just kind of natural rivalry yeah online little tribes it it really was it was it's like if you were part of this group you came across them like you're in that group and then there's other groups and then you start battling and it starts off as just like you're battling of who's better at this game but what's very interesting and this could continue this never ends but when you start getting into that tribal mindset online there's this who's the baddest and then it starts extending outside of games and starts kind of taking up the level and then it turns into who can really just do the worst thing possible and who could take it to the highest level and they are the ones who are the king on the block there um and so that's kind of why i started with well not just with games and that's that's where it starts yeah yeah it's well yeah. yeah It, it literally is like like online gangbanging, and it starts off with like twelve year old kids. And like, I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people like where I kind of ended up at come from that. They come from games, and then they're you know they're clicking up with people, and it's you know it, it makes sense. You're playing games with your friends, but then you start talking shit to people, and then it, it turns into like you know this this whole thing. Um, so yeah, start off there, and it's just um, you know talking shit on the internet. And then it turns into, you know, like, well, I hacked your clan website. What are you going to do about it to people are now people have now found out where you live and they're going to order a bunch of pizzas to your house and call your mom. And like, you know, it kind of starts escalating these levels. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it turns into like, you know, like. Some serious issues. Um, it's like, all right, well, you you ordered pizza to my house and you called my mom. So I'm gonna call your mom's boss and make up this lie and get her fired. And then it starts getting like very exaggerated. And then you're like, you're you're really messing with people's lives, but you're still a young kid and you still don't really understand the world, and you also have that disconnect of what's real life and what's not real life, you know. Um so yeah, I'd say that whole Xbox Live <laughs> changed my life. Yeah. Um, just because I kind of got stuck in that rabbit hole a bit, um, I think that actually that's all, that's all uh, changed like my my views and how I, I see a lot of things. Um, which I think there's a lot of bad that comes from that. I think primarily bad comes from that stuff, but there's also some good things as well, which is what I try to um, use what I've learned in in different ways there um like like to to give like a a small example there's like this thing called like you know social engineering right where basically you're just talking to them to do what you want so when i was a young kid you know i wanted to have that xbox live i was addicted man so um i would call walmart's you know and i'd specifically look for walmart's in kind of you know uh like poverty stricken areas um and I sound like a girl, so I'd be like, hey, you know, this is Brittany from, you know, Microsoft. We've <laughs> um, we've we've had like a we've had a bunch of reporting that these recent Xbox Live game cards that we've sent you are have bad codes. We had an issue, um, you know, at our at our facility here and there was a bad batch, and it, we, we think you might have been, have been affected by this. Um, so I need you to go ahead and grab five Xbox Live, you know, 60 day game card codes and scratch them off back when that used to be a thing scratch off the code um, and read me those numbers so I could verify if legitimate or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And they'd give me, they'd give me a bunch of codes. I did that for like games and stuff like that. Like I want a new game came out. I want this, but yeah. So start off with that. And then um, yeah. So then I had free Xbox live. And then also I had a side hustle where I'd sell these to other kids and they give me money. So now I'm making money and I've learned i could still kind of get what i want and do what i want um and so i mean that was another one where it kind of it did kind of change my life a little bit because i was like i could just call someone and tell them to do what i want and they'll do it if i say the right thing um yeah so i mean it just that was the beginning it's just it gets like yeah, that was probably, I was probably like 13 years old when I was doing that. And I was starting to realize, you know, if I say the right things, um, I could get Can you what talk I want. About
1: that a bit more? Like, what do you think are the main triggers? And do you, you know, it's manipulation in a way, but is there certain things you look for or see in conversation? Like, what are the commonalities in, you know, if communication is a valuable skill, and it's interesting to be able to you know it's a form of hypnotism in a way like taking them on an Uh energetic ride uh and saying the right things and with trial and practice you can you know, everyone's a manipulator to, to some level. You say, you want to say right thing there. to a boss. You want to, you know, try and get your son to study more like that. Impress a girl. Yeah. Impress a girl, anything. There's a certain mode of communication for all things and the right situation calls for different tactics. And it's so crazy if you think about the all the million different ways that you can channel communication in terms of the emotions you can communicate, the combination of emotions and... <laughs> Epic speeches can galvanize 10,000 troops to go win a war. Like it's, it's really um, energetic communication. As it is, you know, it's not how it's not what you say; it's how you say it. So, what are your right. thoughts on that distinction, and how do, does that relate to communication in in your experience?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I completely agree. I mean, I've seen it used to get what you want, to put someone down, to make someone go off the internet. Uh, I mean, that's the one thing I learned at a, at a young age is. And like, as I got older, I kind of understood it more as well, because I I know what I was doing to some extent. But, um, you know, speech is extremely powerful. And that's the one thing where I think some, I mean, again, like you said, if you want to say something to your boss subconsciously, you know, you're going to try to impress them or downplay where you messed up, right? I mean, people kind of naturally understand these things. um, But I think that there's a level and that's kind of a dangerous one to play with, but once you you really understand the game and you know what to do, um, it could be really really be abused, you know. Again, like yeah. you could you could you could say things a certain way and you can make people feel good, you could, you know, motivate people, you could tear people down, you could take stuff from them. Um, you know, speech is extremely powerful and again, it's, it's kind of one of those, it's like a, it's like a power almost where, you know, you, you, when you're good at it you could use it for bad if you want to but it's one of those yeah. things where i mean it's it's obviously not a good idea and it, it's it's really terrible but again that's where you know learning that power at a young age is not <laughs> it's not a good thing to yeah, do yeah yeah without the maturity to wield it properly yeah cuz you don't know what you're doing and you're just you're just having fun and you're, you're again when you're a young kid you're just you're testing the, the limits consequences, you know, yeah no reality. and it's online It's online. It's not real life, you know, Um, so but again, it's and that's where it's interesting, because that's actually something that's used uh, very often, even nowadays, I think for like, just give an example, right? Um, There was that 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 Twitter hack that happened, you know, maybe like a year ago or something like that, where a bunch of celebrity accounts were, were hacked, right? Mm. Um, they were tweeting stuff. I think they're, they're actually tweeting to like, send Bitcoin to this address and we'll send you a double or it was something yeah. silly like that. But it was like all these big people, like El- I think Elon Musk and Kanye West, and all these people were doing it. Um, that was due to social engineering. Someone talked an employee at Twitter into doing what they wanted to get access to what they want. Yeah, That's, um, that's actually... I'd say most big compromises in security nowadays. Um, I mean, people are weaker than computers are, and most infrastructures are. The issue with anyone's company or someone, you know, being compromised, is the people that you have that control those tools, um, because yeah. they're 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 weak. You if you if you get them at the right time and say the right things, like even. I don't know, say someone goes through something really hard and like, they're you know, they're kind of down about it. They go through like a death or like a breakup or, you know, like they're kind of, you know, a little bit weakened just because of what's going on, which is very understandable. Right. Yeah. Uh, If someone knows what's going on and picks up on that and preys on that, you know, they could become their friend and then kind of slowly talk them into doing stuff and then getting it, you know, and then eventually getting to what they want, which is in that case was, um, they have pretty much control of every twitter account um but again it just comes down to which is another interesting topic is um people are weaker than computers are nowadays at least when it comes to that kind of state it's you don't got to worry about really your computer getting hacked it's you got to worry about what you clicked on what you were convinced to click on or what someone else might click on it's like
1: that thing um you know facebook meme pages will say hey your your porn star name is the first street you ever lived on in your childhood pet and people go oh haha this is my name fucking uh sally peters or whatever and then they'll take that information because they have that your email and yeah recovery questions that they usually ask you, Hey, what was the first street you lived on? Hey, what was your first pet's name? And then i right. have got your password, which is probably the same for a lot of your emails and banking accounts. And that's, you know, I think the biggest source of being hacked or
0: having a data-ish. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: One hundred percent. Well, the other thing is, too, is besides the pet name, another common one is what your your mother's maiden name. Right. You could find out if you know someone's email address, you could find out their mother's maiden name and the street they grew up on just from a Google search. Yeah
1: probably posted it on facebook for
0: you yeah honestly yes like i've seen that where people well again they're like what's your mother's maiden name and then they have them added as a friend on facebook and like their middle name is the maiden name you know yeah um and it's just yeah i mean people are though that's i mean that's where it gets a little crazy it's that people are the weakest link right now um and it's interesting the um big hacks going on that's
1: shutting down the meat processing plants or the uh the oil pipeline
0: yeah i'm not i'm I'm not too sure i kind of got out of that game like quite some time ago because it's not a good game to be in but my assumption is that i mean kind of same thing I, i mean i could tell you for a fact that most these big company like old money type organizations i mean even the government right yeah um they're using like these extremely old softwares and like they're using like windows 98 or xp and like to power these things and um they just don't care about that stuff. I mean, but also it makes sense as they go into a board meeting and it's just a bunch of old guys like, hey, we got to spend a, a bunch of money to increase this Windows version to this one. And they're going to be like, no, I don't care. Yeah, um, I want profit. So
1: yeah.
0: so I think I think part of it is um, it's just older people don't understand this. Um and they're probably not going to. Um, I mean, most even younger people don't understand it, but it's um, it's really hard to convince a conglomerate corporation. I mean, nowadays it's, a, it's probably easier, um, but I, I mean, I bet like that stuff was using very old systems. Um, I mean, the people that were operating it, like don't know what they're doing. They're just doing their job. And they're probably, you know, not young guys either or familiar with this type of stuff. So, I mean, this stuff will keep going on. As long as people can make money from it, they're going to do it. Um, The only thing that really, I haven't followed up on that article, but I did remember that the US government said that they retrieved the Bitcoin back. Um, That really kind of scared me because how is that possible? Unless they knew who it was and they told them to send it back, or they got access to their computer. Yeah, which, um, I wouldn't expect the government to be that smart to be able to do that. Um, so plan, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Can, it, what was the other thing
1: about the Bitcoin security? Uh, I think it was that that point was that yeah, we've recovered the
0: Bitcoin and. You know, everyone was like, oh, you're not meant to be able to do that. Like, how did they track? That? Right. And that's when I saw that. I was like, Oh, geez. Well, well, I, I mean, I guess here's kind of another thing where, um, I mean, everything is solved by, an, it's like, if you're trying to crack a password, right. If I say. I hacked this website, but the database has encrypted all these passwords in a certain encryption. Like you could you could see what that encryption is and you could try to crack that password. So you use like a bunch of like, you know, graphics cards, for examples, because they have the most computational power. Yeah. And so you could crack them faster using that. So the, the real thing that scares me about crypto, to be honest, is that as technology prog- progresses, which happens very fast, um computational power also increases very fast as well and so it really is i mean i don't know if it's five years from now ten years from now i'm sure there's people that know the answers to this but um it's a matter of time until i mean any password could be cracked instantly including your private keys for your wallets um there will be a day there will be a day where someone is going to load a list of every single wallet and crack the private keys for them and take all those Bitcoins that people lost access to because they have the computational power to do so. Um, I mean, it's going to happen one day. There's no one anything to do about it. It's just that's how yeah. it works. Um, so that's what kind of scared me when I saw that article was All right what kind of computational power do you have going on here um it's either that or it was kind of staged it was fake i highly doubt that they knew this person they convinced them to send the the bitcoin back or they caught them you know i i really doubt that whole scenario where we got them we sent the bitcoin back to us you know um i figure the only options are it's either they got some secret Way of cracking stuff, which I'd still kind of uh, probably not, but still enough to make me nervous, or it was fake. Um, Or they're just lying and say, want to seem, appear cool, or like. Yeah, which. Would, who would be shocked that the u.s government lied so yeah exactly any government <laughs> yeah like oh yeah we got that money back <laughs> um, don't worry, Didn't just <laughs> lose $5 don't, don't ask how yeah we're not gonna tell you but it's bad top secret top secret right i mean i'm sure someone just they sent five million dollars in bitcoins back yeah they just lied about it or yeah. <laughs> something but yeah. i mean that was a little a little nerve-wracking there um
1: do you know much about AI or consider the whole possibility of all of this technology potential that we're creating as humans, kind of unconsciously, really? We're just being driven by innovation, whether that's profit or, you know, the, the larger energetic whole is kind of just marching towards something. But we don't know what. We're, no one's conscious of what we're developing towards. And every time we yeah. get more computational power, like you said, that is closer to the exponential point where it all just goes and the ai gets enough power to just instantly solve things and it's very
0: interesting as to what yeah so i mean i'm yeah that that is an interest of mine um i feel like it's at, at some level and i don't know if this is natural or i don't really understand why but there is this feeling of we are creating our own god at some level if you know if like we are just yeah there's just this drive where we we are like creating this higher being and is you know quite literally what we're doing um but i don't know i'm also to be honest i'm I am not convinced that this is like the real reality, but I also do understand that this is the only reality that we have. So we have no choice to accept it. So like, I'm not going to like, you know, freak out or go crazy about it. But I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, it's just, we could, it wouldn't take long for us to create a reality. And, you know, I, I kind of have these talks with some close friends there and, I don't know the matrix really to me just hits a little clue too close to home there. Um, and it really I mean again like there's mathematically we are probably this is probably assimilation I mean there's a very good chance of that mathematically um, the other interesting thing too that I like as well besides you know like with, with a space for example is you know spaces is at least when I was in school you know space is supposedly infinite right um, Google got their name from what is a what was at the time um, considered the largest number that could ever exist a, uh, a Google and so just like if you have three pairs of pants and you know four shirts there's only so many ways that you could arrange those until you you start having duplicates right well i mean i'm probably not using the right terms for this i'm not you know but um when it comes down to uh like the atoms or the molecules and you know all that stuff there's only so many ways that you could rearrange them before you get duplicates is at a high level there um Factorial, right? Yeah. So mathematically, if you were to go a Googleplex across the universe, which supposedly infinite, um, you would come into exact copies of everything because there's only so many ways they could they could they could be created. Say I mean, again. be adjusted. So if you wanna if you wanna Googleplex across the universe, mathematically, you would come into exact copies of everything, you know, and see, because there's only so many ways that all these molecules and everything could be arranged to make something up. You start running out of unique and you start creating duplicates of what has already been created, um, just cause that number is so large. Um, okay. I mean, even down down to like X represents is how many, like bigger than it's not what it's not what it represents but at the time now there's larger numbers but at the time um googleplex was the largest number that anyone could possibly conceive um kind and just, just like out one, though. <laughs> right and that's kind of i mean i'm not going to argue with that that's kind of my fat process he was like well it's out of zero to that you know yeah yeah um <laughs> but but i don't know i yeah but it, at the time it was like it was like to the power 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 like it was just a an extremely large number right yeah. um but yeah i mean yeah mathematically you just you you run out of uh yeah you'd run out of options you'd hit the same exact thing like even down to the chemical construct of your brain um because there's only so many ways that could be arranged so you would you if you're traveling across the universe, with Googleplex across you'd find you know ones that are very close but eventually you would hit exact um yeah the exact copy of you know it maybe be us right now talking having this conversation a googleplex across the universe yeah um so i mean i think the other thing that's kind of with the this is kind of, this is going to be an odd take, right? And I'm not like super invested in this, but it's just kind yeah. of what I feel like is like, so in, have you seen the matrix? Yeah. So there's the agent Smith, right? The agent Smith yeah. kind of like takes someone's body over and it's like, you know, go to go after mm-hmm. wherever they're going after. So the one thing that I've kind of realized microdosing might've been involved or not, but so the one thing I kind of realized <laughs> is that, um, Every time that I've had an extremely good idea, well, what I felt like was a good idea, um, and other people have told me the same story as well, but you have a good idea and you're like, man, I really believe in this. And then all these people tell you, oh no, not gonna happen, or no, that's a bad idea. And they try to put you down, right? Or they just, they're not buying it. Yeah. Um, Every time it's a really good idea is the the time I get the most resistance, right? Mm. And it feels like in a way, agent smith is like nope nope uh-uh, yes, you're not doing yes. that and yes, so exactly dude the more time agent smith shows up in my life and it's like no don't do that <laughs> terrible idea i'm like yeah. i'm doing that do it. you know <laughs> i'm doing it you I know break out the matrix you fuck <laughs> but literally like i feel like i mean i have you know uh i have a friend where we kind of like we we dabbled some stuff and like it was really about breaking out of the matrix because again i <laughs> It's especially nowadays with everything that's going on and social media and all these algorithms. I mean, like you're, the algorithms are made to make you keep looking, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it, and then everyone just agrees to whatever they saw in the algorithm. It, it just feels yeah. so yeah. fake. Yeah. And so it, it feels like you are in the matrix. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean to this day, I still feel like when when someone's telling me no, I can't do this, and I believe in it. I'm like, all right, Agent Smith. Like I've actually called agent people, but I'm like, all right, Agent Smith is, you know, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I gotta do it. You know, <laughs> it's trying to stop me. Good mental I'm gonna do strategy. It. Yeah. And anything, and i mean a mental, uh, an agent Smith. <laughs> Literally, it's yeah, and it's just um, I mean, you're there's probably times you're gonna have bad ideas, which whatever you're gonna learn from and, and grow yeah, from yeah. them, right? So but I mean, there's anyway. I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people have said like, you know. Some of the best ideas i've had that worked out for me well in the long run that were very hard and they weren't easy yeah everyone told me i couldn't do it um Mm -hmm. and to me it's just like you know agent smith is coming out saying no don't do this (laughs) you you keep keep you know keep typing away and doing what you're told don't break out of it yeah
1: yeah no that's uh it really is like okay even if there isn't a simulation Right. Treat it like a simulation because it responds. It's all about mental models, right? You want to take the mental model that is going to serve you the best in whatever this situation is, it doesn't matter. But what inputs are going to get the best outputs? Is your life quality going to be the best if you believe this? And then in another situation, you believe that. And for all, you know, all the reasonings and whatever, if you treat it like a simulation that at least for me your beliefs program the reality that comes out basically uh you know it's you call it perspective call it spiritual awareness or whatever it's like understanding these key uh, principles of the universe how you relate to it in this 3d uh, realm uh, but the matrix is such a good way to put and you could go into like is the matrix predictive programming and we're all in fucking pods and it's you know the way that yeah it you know, can get real deep take out, you know, like, <laughs> right yeah whatever which but, would uh, make sense but yeah, yeah <laughs> so no, there's a lot to it it would <laughs> it would and maybe we'll get there one day and maybe we're in it now but you know you got to figure out what works best for you for you and yeah it's the beauty the of it simulation so far avoiding the agent smiths of other people that like you said, tear down some of your ideas that whether their insecurities are rising up, so they attack it, or they're jealous that you thought of that and they want to stop you doing it, or they're genuinely like just think it's a bad idea. It, 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 all your benefits and growth and everything come from those intuitive ideas, which no one else understands. You know, that's how innovation is ever done and, and people are persecuted yeah. for thinking uh, the different thing than the norm but that starts with one person one idea that comes from the ether and then the whole population
0: progresses because of it Right. I mean, again, like if it's a crazy idea and it works, then it's gonna be a game changer, and that's where innovation yeah. really happens. Yeah. The other thing too, the simulation is, it's kind of a sen- sensitive subject with some people because you know there's some kind of re- you know there's religious beliefs that kind of counter that. And I mean, I think the main point though is that with the whole kind of simulation, kind of matrix type thing, there is that it's still that same idea of, all right, there's people that are just kind of going with the flow and doing what they're supposed to. And there's other people that are aware. And they're saying, I'm not following this path. You know, I'm going to figure out yeah. and do this on my own. Um, Cause again, it, it, I mean, it really feels like in life there's observers and there's people that are doing it, you know? Um, and so again, for me, the matrix kind of theory, you know, kind of dabbling with that is, it's my take with it. I'm like, I'm like, there's people that are just washing their Kardashians, doing all this normal type, you know, being consumers. Like yeah. I'm wearing my Nike shirt and I'm watching Disney Plus. It. I, they're just doing their stuff. Um, and there's other people that are like, I'm breaking out the matrix and I don't like Agent Smith. So it's kind of, again, it's, it's, I'm, I'm taking control of my reality is I, I really view it as um, there? I whether it's in reality or not, you know, I have to accept it as it is. I got no choice in this, um, but I do believe I can make it my own, and I don't have to do the normal route. You know, yeah. Which I think I think is a is a, a very powerful thing. Like, if you honestly believe that, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of like, oh, it's well, really cool, but you know, if you really believe that you could take control of everything around you, in your reality, um, and you do something about it, I think you're going to live a pretty good life. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's the only option once you
1: realize like everyone has the life they have because of the things they do each day and you can do the things each day that get you towards a, an amazing place and progress or just do the same shit, which is getting you nowhere so it, it, it's about awareness and um i guess you learn that through life hopefully and you have people that can tell that to you and but but the other thing is like if you never get told that like if you're never shown that by other people and this is what I love about you is like you you tell me about the the times that you've been able to really get through to a younger guy who's you know hungry and and wants to work for you or something's and those stories where you can positively impact someone else's life like you said you can now know that, okay, this person's going to have a better life because of what I was able to teach them and they've taken on board. And that's a great thing. And that's what ideally I'm, I want to do with podcasts and, um, you know, exposing
0: minds like yourself to, uh, the general population, which is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like religious or anything like that, or, I mean, I don't, I don't know i keep my mind very open to a lot of things like i'm not tied down to one thing but i do think that at some level i mean again kind of what i talked about before is i went through a phase of doing a lot of bad stuff i really pushed the limits and then that led to me like i was in dark places you can't do that type of stuff and be like a happy-go-lucky guy living a normal life and then um there's just a lot of bad stuff that comes with that and i think that for me i wouldn't change it ever because I mean, I learned a lot from it early, which was good. But also I could relate to people who are in those places and I, I could I could I could see you know them. And like I understand, I very much understand what it's like to just really be like, you know, I'm willing to prove myself. I just need a little bit of guidance for a push in the right direction. Like, what do I do? And it's like, you know, I'm I'm willing to work, but I'm just lost, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I personally never, I had to figure out, figure it out on my own. No one helped me, which, I mean, is it, it's kind of a, a thing. A lot of people say like I came up on my own or from nothing. And I think that if you do that, that's very respectful but I also think that it's something that you shouldn't expect from everybody. And so if you yeah. see someone who just needs a little bit of a nudge or like a little bit of guidance and you could give that to them, like it, it you know, besides the whole thing, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm changing their life thing. It's more of like I'm doing for them what I wish someone did for me. And that by itself just feels good, you know? Yeah. Um. So again, it's like, I, I mean, again, I mean, the kind of ladies, so like when I was, when I was young, I would I only hung out with like bad kids because I respected them more than kids that like were rich and had a good life because when they they wouldn't complain about stuff when they did like it was some very serious problems. Like I respected that a lot. Like I really liked that aspect where it's like, I mean, some kids crying about i didn't get this for christmas and some kids you know not crying but like yeah i had to sleep in the park tonight because you know my house was raided you know for drugs my parents went to jail i just can't blow it off like it's nothing i had a whole lot more respect for those kids because yeah they were living it they you know they were going through it and that's who i wanted to be around was those people because they they knew what life was yeah (laughs) um but same thing when i'm like you know, hiring people or, you know, trying to like help people out. It's, you know, I I just respect people who have been through a lot and are still trying rather than they just kind of did what they were supposed to do and they're like, I'm looking for a job because I'm supposed to. But if if you struggled really hard, and you've kept fighting, like, I'll, I'll fight for you and I'll fight with you, you know? Because I that's a, it's not a common trait. So that's the main thing I look at when, honestly, when I hire people, it's, um, I don't... I'd actually prefer someone who didn't go to college. Um, I don't care about anything. All I care about is, what do you know now? Do you have the ability to learn? Because yeah. I want to give you something that I know you can't do, but are you going to figure it out? And when you mess up, um you know will you learn from where you messed up and i'll you know i'll help you out there that's the only thing i care about is you know are you, are you willing to really put the work in and uh, and learn from this to you know grow yourself but also get to where you want to be yeah they're probably the key
1: things in terms of a growth mindset that you know whatever situation you're in if you can be honest learn about your fuck ups and you know take wisdom from that and then also be up to any task that you may come across even if it's something you haven't done before because you know i'm capable i'm a strong human and i'll figure it out and if you go into everything with that me. situation with that mindset
0: then you're, you're pretty good yeah really that mindset is you're gonna make it i mean i'll be honest like <laughs> i'd say a good sh- not as much anymore but you know kind of Say, even a year or two years ago, I'd go into situations all the time where, like, I have no idea what I'm doing (laughs) at all. Probably, I got this. No problem at all. I'm going to figure it out. And sometimes I'd have to work like 14 hours straight, multiple days. Like, I'd, I'm going to figure it out. I know that I can figure it out. I know I have the ability to, and and that I will do it. Right. Yeah. Easy. Like, I mean, I, I dropped out of middle school. I dropped out of high school. I went to college for six days and I was like, you know, screw this. Um, I dropped out of high school three times, but it's just like, I didn't need to because A, what I wanted to do, which is what I do now, no one's gonna teach me in school how to do this, Yeah. but the internet will. So instead of going to school, I was like, I'm gonna hang out in chat rooms and internet forums and talk to people that actually are doing what I wanna do now and learn about you know world war ii for the fifth year in a row yeah. like i mean yeah. so exactly. the internet is yeah the internet it's there's there's so much and again that's where kind of an interesting thing that i've i've been thinking about lately too is that i mean for chance big a lot of people have kind of dabbled in there whether it's like it's fit it's the technology board it's be there's like the gun board the car's board you know whatever like there's there's a lot of people that have been involved in that over time and it's interesting because a lot of people that have explored you know that kind of part of the internet or you know um i feel like they all are willing to explore ideas that aren't traditional if that makes sense yeah um a lot of stuff comes from there where it's you know no one would tell you to do this um, but there's some solid advice. I mean, there's a ton of not solid advice on there, but there's also some oh, cool. some, some 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 hidden gems on there. And you it's just again, you're that, yeah, you're but like you're when you're on the fringes of all this stuff and you your ability to kind of like filter and learn, you're it's gonna take some messing up. But you can kind of filter and figure out all right, what's going on and what information is good or bad is you can learn a lot of stuff from like just the fringes of the internet or other places yeah. where just go out there and Talk to people, figure it out, you know, don't read a textbook. Read. Did a lot of reading. Yeah. For, for me, honestly, most of the stuff I've learned as a kid. And this is kind of ties into social engineering a little bit. But I say when I was about 14 years old, I started going into these uh, these communities where they were actually like, you know, they were making good money. You know, they were doing digital marketing. They were doing good stuff, bad stuff, etc. And I would just pretend that I was their age and I did the same thing they did. And I would just like read the forms for a while, kind of listen to how they talked, pick up on the keywords. Right. Yeah. And then one day create an account and be like, hey, I'm one of you, but I'm also like better than you in some way. <laughs> that way they would try to impress me and then work with me. So. um well, wow. a lot of it, a lot of my learning, to be honest, most of the stuff I've learned was me faking it to making it as a young kid. Yeah. Just going to communities where people did what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm one of you too. When I just talk like they talked. And then yeah. they're like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. And I figure out how to do it. And then they would give me money. I'm like, okay. Wow. And then I just keep kind yeah, of keep going yeah, yeah. that way. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um,
1: learning through immersion the same with uh languages it's the best way to learn really you got no training wing- wheels or floaties and you're just
0: thrown in the water yeah it's like you know baptism by fire like all right i want to yeah, yeah. do this i'm going to be around these people that do this and let's see what happens and the cool thing is too since it's the internet if you end up looking like an idiot just re-register and a re- new username and start again <laughs> you know until it works yeah, yeah you know yeah. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the fifth time, the 10th time, eventually someone's like, oh, man, you're really smart. And then you keep going, you know. (laughs) Um, It's easy. I mean, I, I, I honestly believe that a very vast majority of everything I've learned was either from, you know, messing up um in real life or you know doing stuff online and from the internet i've learned everything from the internet which i think kind of gives me a little bit of a, a unique mindset because yeah i don't know no one ever taught me anything but the computer taught me a whole lot of stuff
1: <laughs> yeah well i remember you know most of the skills that i have that have enabled me to do soul brass stuff was when i was on 4chan like 15 14 and yep they would just mention Photoshop and I'd be like, Oh, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Photoshop. I'd go torrent the software and then I would play around and be like, well, how do I cut that out and put something else? YouTube there? it. Yep. <laughs> YouTube it? And then now I use that every single day in terms of my, you know, like design and, and photos that I do for Solbra. and you know, that wasn't at school that was spending time online and just being curious and thinking, The whole time like okay i just have to if i press the keys in this certain way or you know mouse movements in this particular program i can get output x and then from then on uh i was able to access it you know i liken it to a magic spell and when you read a new website or learn of a new website that can convert something differently or you know format something it's like that's another magic spell that i have so i could put turn um you know dirt into gold if i if i put it through this program or want to create this kind of thing and that
0: is so crazy to me and that you know y- is it yeah. magic <laughs> It, it feels like it, especially again. It was kind of the same thing for me. Like I, there was this old website called uh, YTMND, where people would like create gifs and put like MP3s, and it was popular for a while. And like that's where I was like, I'm gonna Photoshop stuff and do this, or I'd like Photoshop pictures of people, you know, it, in embarrassing pictures, or like just Photoshop my head on like funny things or whatever, and kind of play and then fortran type of stuff, and it was fun. But, um, it, it that's the the beauty of it is like. I don't know it's i wish i could go back into those days of being young and on the internet where everything is so new and magical because it really does feel like a magical world we're like well, yeah what is going on and again you're torrenting stuff all right now i get software for free and, and now i'm doing photoshop and now i'm doing websites and now people are giving me money and it's like you know it's insane the the only the only thing that i that's kind of a, the hard part with that one. There is because again, I think there's a lot of value in that. Um, I mean, for me, it worked out. I think there was a little bit of, there was a lot of you know struggle in it as well. But the hardest thing that I ran to is especially you know I had all these skill sets right. I I knew like you know I dabbled in like you know kind of And I knew kind of like servers, websites. You know I knew Photoshop. I kind of knew everything right because I grew up online. But it's like when you go to apply for a job, you're like, hey, I know all this stuff. And they're like, how? And you're like, uh, well, um, <laughs> like you can't really explain um, how, how you have that stuff. So the interesting of it is most people I've seen. So to be honest, most people I saw, I, I know that grew up in that kind of same way I did um have nothing to their name and you know are drug addicts or died or, you know overdosed or you know or it's most of the time it doesn't lead to good stuff there to be honest because there's a lot of depression if you're spending a lot of time on a computer it typically is due to depression or escaping something and then also drug culture is very big online and then it's very easy to get sucked into that so I think that's a very big catalyst to watch out for and um I mean I went through that but was okay but um the but the again even when you get outside the other end it's like okay i know all this stuff but what do i tell an employer how i know this stuff or what can i how can i prove this so it really turns a lot of people that come into that into they have to be an entrepreneur there's there's no option it's either i have to create my own business and figure out a way how to do this because no one's going to hire me yeah um and it that's where it becomes interesting that's where there's a lot of make it that's, i feel like it's like the becoming a man phase is that when you grow up on the internet it's time to make money it's like all right yeah what are you gonna do you know yeah. um and you can do you have to figure something out yeah you can but it's like uh, that's where it, get, it, it gets so weird because i mean when it when it like so hacking for example all these young kids like get drawn into it i mean it's a it's a power trip you feel cool i mean i get all that stuff but it's kind of cringy at the same time too um i mean there's ways to do it legitimately but i mean most people are doing it in in a kind of a cringy way to be honest but it's like that's you know the chances of you making anything out of that are extremely low and if you do make anything out of it and it's illegal like you're committing felonies for like a couple thousand dollars, you know, like it's, it's just yeah. not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> at <we're> all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and then people like to brag about it, like, Oh, I did this. It's like, all right, well now you got in jail for, you're in prison yeah. for self snitching yeah. and you made two grand <laughs> and now you're never getting a job, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, That's so selection though. Yeah. But again, I feel like, I feel like if you want to go the grow up on the internet route, it's i feel like it, it's very powerful you can learn a lot but gotta be smart it's not as easy as i'm gonna do good grades and you know take the normal course yeah. um you gotta you Land gotta be fun. able to realize you're gonna fuck up but you gotta be able to realize when you fuck up and then adapt yeah there's a lot it of landmines that
1: changed from fucking around to creation, taking it more seriously and, you know, let's say, progressing your life in a more positive
0: way. Yeah. Um, I see there was a couple kind of events to that. There wasn't one main catalyst. I'd say when I was like 18, 19, kind of around that, um, I was ordering tons of drugs on the internet because you know, Silk Road existed. That's when I first started buying Bitcoin when it was $2 each. I was buying a ton of drugs. Um, (laughs) Could you And it was a, yeah, it was awesome. I was living the life. Um, I had no responsibilities at all. So I was doing a bunch of drugs and I was, I had already had explored the dabbling with doing whatever I want on the internet. Like I'm the king, I can do whatever I want. I felt good, but I still didn't really understand the, real life versus the internet like it was all kind of warped together yeah um and so then around 18 19 yeah 18 um you know doing a bunch of drugs doing a bunch of stupid shit in person just literally feeling like a god um and making money um fly too close to the sun yeah i within that that summer it was the summer i was 18 years old and I still hadn't graduated high school either. Like I wasn't doing good either, but I felt like yeah. I did whatever I want. But um, yeah, I went to, uh, I went to jail. I went to rehab. I went to suicide watch. I went to a mental hospital. Like I, yeah. um, I had, you know, people very close to me die and take their own lives and overdose on drugs. Like there was very condensed into like a small amount of time where all right, this is real life and shit's hitting the fan. Um, You know, this doesn't, this actually doesn't work as I thought it did. Um, So that was the first step where I was like, okay, I'm, I still kept the internet thing because it felt good, but um, I kind of, I calmed down on the drugs and I stopped hanging around with the people I knew, which drew me more into the internet because everyone I knew at that point, you know, we like to do drugs and get fucked up. And that's why we were friends. That's what I realized over time, right? Like, I didn't actually like them. They didn't actually like me. We just like getting fucked up. Um, and they were all terrible people. And I was probably, I was a terrible person too. But so like, that was the point where I was like, okay, I am who I hang out with. That's where I learned that aspect. I was like, okay, I'm not hanging out with them, but then I had nobody. So then I was like, all right, I'm on, I'm on the internet all the time. Now I'm working, I'm on the internet and that's it. Um, And then still just kind of fuck around the internet. People started going to prison. People started to get like, you know, is that's where like the games really stepped up where people would turn your power off for a month or the internet Well, not me, but like people would really fuck with your real life. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, hire people to come to your house. Like, it's like, you know, you got now 19 year old kids with money doing bad shit on the internet. And so that's when I was still kind of heavy in that. And I was kind of, you know, fading off of that. Cause I was like, okay, this is also a bad idea. But at the same time, at that point, again, I knew all this stuff I had, you know, I knew crypto, I knew how to do this stuff, but it wasn't worth shit back then, you know? And if I had it, I was spending on drugs, you know? So like, I still kind of was struggling with that stuff. Um, But the biggest thing is that I knew all these things and like I've been through a lot in life and I was trying to do the right thing, but the only thing I could do was get some shitty ass job that I hated that like anyone could do anyone could do this job. And like, it was depressing, to be honest, like it really like I was depressed, because I was like, I felt like I was better than that. But no one's gonna hire me or pay me to do better than that. So that's what I was, you know, I was, I was worth what I was, you know, someone's gonna pay me for. So um, that was a struggle for a little bit, too. And then, um, to be honest, like, completely honest, you know, I had a kid. And that's when I was like, Okay, You know there's a little bit of struggles you know along the way but um that's when i was like this isn't a game anymore like Mm. no one's gonna pay me to do anything if i can't prove it if i just keep doing drugs i'm gonna end up like all my friends either in prison or in jail if i keep doing all this shit on the internet i'm gonna end up in prison or in jail Um, And that also induces drugs because you start getting paranoid and it's all this dumb shit. And like, you just sit online and drink, like it's just everything I was doing and have been doing for a long time was going to lead me to a bad place. And I didn't want that. I just wanted to do something. And so that was a big catalyst for me is I was just like, look, I got to fucking, I got to buckle up and I have to prove what I know to people and I have to create money because I could make money, but I wanted to make money in like ways where, you know, you don't want to sit around like, you know, Thanksgiving table, talking to your family, got nice stuff and like lie about how you got it, you know? So I wanted to be proud of what I did and I wanted to be someone respectful. And that was honestly so extremely hard because I didn't know how to do that. I've never seen anyone do that. No one taught me how to do that. I didn't have any experience no i didn't have any experience of how to do that but that's what i wanted to do so um that that took years that took that took a long time to be honest that was so hard to do and it was just like and i'd fail all the time i just get shut down and you know i you know start drinking a little bit or start doing drugs because it didn't work and it sucked but um i just kept doing it to be honest i just kept doing it and then i started to kind of do what i knew best where I started going around communities and hanging out with people that made money legitimately in ways that I would think I could be good at Mm. and I pretended I was one of them and I learned, you know what they did, how they acted, how they carried themselves and i started to do the same thing i mean like they would read books they would go to bed on time they would mm. you know they did good shit and so i was like all right well i know for a fact it works these people are all doing it yeah. i'm going to start doing that yeah and um it worked, man. I mean, again, it's one of those things where like all those old people told me to do this forever. Everyone told me to do it. Yeah. And I was like, "You're wrong. I'm gonna figure it out my own." And it took me a lot of struggle, yeah. and a long time to figure it out. And at the end, I was like, "God damn, they're fucking right. Like they, they knew what they're talking about." Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd say just having having something to live for, besides myself, mm-hmm. um, is what made me want to not be a shithead, to actually like try to be something and. Be proud of the way it was. Uh, it's a beautiful, man. And
1: I feel that. And it really comes full circle to this whole discussion. So yeah, I, I wanna thank you. That was a lot of wisdom condensed in that uh, in that soul cast. Um, I know people can reach you at Jones H Christ on Twitter. Uh, yep. But thank you so much for your time, man. Of course, it was a pleasure. I appreciate it, I'm a big fan. Cool, thank you. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll do this again one day. Uh, This has been Jones, everyone. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.